0: Hey everyone, Jackson Heyman here with a brand new bonus episode of the podcast. This is the first episode in a series we are calling Recommended Requests. Was there a topic brought up in one of our previous episodes that you'd like to hear more about? Now there's a way to do just that. At a rate of 50 cents per minute, you can pay us to talk about anything that was brought up in a previous episode. So if you want to hear more about my fascination with the weird alternate universe versions of Batman, or even an extended tangent about fast food restaurants we enjoy, just Venmo at mythonomica-productions with however much you'd be willing or able to pay, and the details of what you'd like to hear us talk about you can let us know if there's a specific day you'd like the episode to come out on, and you can decide if the episode is released publicly or if you'd like to keep it to yourself. Since these are bonus episodes, we can't guarantee any specific guests, so it may just be myself and Mythonomica co-founder Beck Mank, or maybe the occasional guest. Again, Venmo us at Mythonomica-Productions with the details, and we hope to be able to create even more content for you with this new endeavor. This episode was paid for by Lainey Ennis and brings us back to the world of Homestuck. Oh boy. Again, a general content warning for extreme violence and violence against children. But other than that, enjoy the show. Lainey Ennis, you made us do this. Um, welcome to the first episode of Recommended Requests. Um, I, we're talking Homestuck again, sadly, to my disappointment, but also Ooh. my delight.
1: <laughs> Let's go have... brain
0: rot!
2: <laughs> that sweet, sweet 2009 bullshit.
0: The psychic damage never gets old. Before I turn this over to Beck and Moss to discuss Riska, <laughs> um, I have two things to say. And then I will May I will have made my piece. One, okay. I forgot to mention this on the last episode. The Homestuck characters look like NFTs. This is right.
2: That is true. That is true. Yes,
0: they they look like customizable <laughs> NFTs. I have to ask: Was there a thing where like you would create your own like custom Homestuck oh, yeah. avatar? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yes, you, they the were called troll sonas were Yeah. Yeah. And they were in, they were in, the, like, the comic themselves. Like, people, like, like, that, well, like, the concept thing- Troll Sonas came up in the comic.
3: And, like, there was a, um, one of the, like, higher tiers on, um, the Homestuck video game Kickstarter was that your Troll Sona would appear in the comic.
2: Yeah. And that so, was like, also- there's,
3: like, there's, like, canon Troll Sonas now.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now I have. And actually, um, sorry, I have a piece of cursed Undertale knowledge to tell y'all. There are two troll sonas in Undertale that people paid when they um to have in Undertale when Wait, Undertale part? was originally kickstarted,
1: like Who are Pat- they? or
2: Patreon shit. So I can't remember the name of like the first one, but it's like the one where like if you play the game at a very particular time. I think it's called So Sorry. Oh, with, like, sorry. Like little party hat.
3: I have never encountered this character. He's like um,
2: t- he's like one of the, like the things we have to like dig around in the, like the files and play the game at, like a particular time on a particular day. Yeah. Oh, the brightness on yeah, my that's screen not, is awful. yeah, showing someone a screen through a screen is probably not the move.
0: Yeah, hold on, I will send this. Yeah. this one. This dude.
2: Yep, that's and a Troll sona. Yeah, that was Troll Sona That like they adapted to look right for the Undertale art style. And that's the great. other one, the other one is Muffet. Oh, really? Lady. The
0: spider? Oh no, yeah. I knew that. I totally knew that. Yeah,
2: the yeah, heck?
0: like that. Yeah. I didn't know this. Now we now have to. Ca- we have to come back to something. There was a Homestuck video game. Mm-hmm. There it's were out. two Homestuck. There are three Homestuck video games. Hold on.
3: Well, they're coming out in episodes, I think. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was counting. Um, Friend Sim. Oh, yeah. Because there's been two episodes of Hive Swap, and then one of Friends, and then there's Friend Sim. Hmm.
0: You you are speaking a different language, I think. <laughs> the, the history I,
2: of
3: the Homestuck video games is really interesting because they had a very troubled development. Um there's some great videos on YouTube that like chronicle the whole thing. Um and like the fallout from those videos is also really interesting. I'm talking about Sarah Z um on YouTube.
0: Yes. Yeah. I, I will also say I tried to watch the Sarah Z video, but my brain wouldn't let me. Yeah. I Fair. Great content creator, amazing video essayist. I can't watch the Homestuck video. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. <Yeah. laughs> it's worth it to watch the follow-up. Okay.
3: No, because she talks oh. a lot about like how Hive Swap had like a troubled development and how they didn't really follow through with a lot of their Kickstarter promises. And then um What Pumpkin, the company behind Homestuck, like Andrew Hussey's company, basically threatened to sue and kind of sent some, like, litigious emails. And
2: mm-hmm.
3: it was a whole thing. And it's a great well, video to follow wild. up with.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, if nothing st- else, it's an uh, it's interesting look into, like, video game like development ethics.
0: hmm yeah. yeah. My second point. In 2019, it was announced that Toby Fox, who has come up multiple times in these Homestuck episodes was a big part of the community. It was announced that he was going to be composing a song for the upcoming Pokemon games, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. And that song, which was used for the Battle Tower, I um only recently discovered stole, well, borrows a melody from a previous um Toby Fox composed Homestuck song. Um I don't have time to unpack everything that i found in my research but um if anyone knows the the title baby is you or the baby is you um don't look it up don't look it up i looked it up it wasn't fun
2: there's a the whole thing with babies and like procreation in homestuck is a whole thing no yeah. no we can't do this we can't we we <laughs> We
0: can't. I I have to veto something here. <laughs> you want to talk about Vriska? Yeah, this... Let's
2: talk, about, let's talk about the thing we were... We, yeah, we said we were.
0: Yes, this episode was paid for by Laney Ennis um, to previous guest of the show at this point, whose episode literally dropped last week from the time when this comes out, because yes, this is being released on April 13th. Um...
1: A very,
0: a very important day, I guess. I don't know. A very I couldn't. important day. Very I important po- day. Could you explain the significance before we talk about Vriska? Well, Homestuck started on April 13th.
2: Oh, yep. oh is that the, it? Yeah, and it's the birthday of um, two of the main characters, of John um, Egbert and Jane Crocker.
0: Okay, mm. this I thought it was going to be some horrifying explanation. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm glad no, this it was one's easy. It was something- some things are simple
1: in this yeah. comic.
0: <laughs> I'm glad this one was simple. Uh, the rest of what we'll be talking about today is not. Alright, I'm turning it over to the two of you.
2: Okay, so... Briska Circuit is one of the um, first set of trolls that we meet in the comic. Um, she is from... Alter- Alternia? I think so. Yeah, she's from the troll planet. She is a troll, an alien. Um... She's, um, each of the trolls, um, has an associated zodiac sign versus Scorpio. She is a, um, a blue blood, which, a cerulean blood in particular. The trolls have a caste system where, like, if you have, you have different colored blood, um, and, like, the further you are on one end of, like, the color spectrum, the more, like, high class you are, and more towards the other end, you're, uh, you're not...
0: Yes, this is all coming back to me. I, yeah. had, I had expunged this from my brain, but it is all coming back.
2: <laughs> Us too, baby. <laughs> um, so Riska's, like, low upper class, like, in her society. Okay. And she's a huge fucking bitch. She
3: is troubled, and she, she is- deserves our sympathy.
2: She does commit murder, canonically, a lot. But it's, it's it's
0: murder and homestuck, so it doesn't really matter.
2: It matters less than the average murder.
0: Hold on. True. Do we have a list? That is my question.
2: We do have- we kind of have a list of everyone she murdered. However, the list starts with hundreds of unnamed trolls who she killed as part of a live-action roleplay game and fed to her caretaker, who is a giant spider.
0: Up. Uh, I- uh... Question for the instructors in this class:
1: um, <laughs> Why? Because like <laughs>
0: that?
2: Because it's exp- how a do
3: That that's the best explanation I could come up with. Yeah.
2: Um, the slightly longer explanation is: No troll is raised by another troll. Trolls are raised by semi sentient animals called lucus called it's called a Plural is luci. And friskus is a giant spider because Scorpio. And eight legged things. Mm-hmm. All the trolls have typing quirks. I can't remember if we mentioned that in the initial homestuck episode. I think and we did.
0: hers is I think yes, so. I believe you did. And hers is in the vein of a teenager that just got their first calculator. Yep. And wanted to yes. spell um wanted to spell eight, boobies. Yeah. Yeah. Eight, eight zero zero eight. uh, uh one three five.
2: Nice.
1: <laughs> think about it. Yeah.
2: Don't. Um besides that, she's murdered I'm trying to th- I'm trying to th- go in order in my head. I can think of at least two people all right off the bat, two other trolls who she killed in like the main timeline.
3: Yeah, like she kills Tavros oh. pretty early
0: on.
2: Yes. I, she's um... also responsible for what's up? What's up, Jackson? I have something to bring up.
0: I did not know that the scene where Verska kills Tavros is the scene that first introduced Megalovania. This is something yep. I did not know. Yep.
2: Yeah, you get to watch her murder a another. Yeah, I guess we'll watch her just do a murder. Lots of people while do the, a murder.
0: While <laughs> the funny sand song plays.
2: Yep. yep. So Bef- Just to
3: fact-check you for a second, it wasn't the first time Megalovania was used, but okay, it was the okay, first time Megalovania okay. was used in Homestuck.
0: Yes, okay. Mm. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, shade, no shade to the Earthbound Halloween hack. It's beautiful. We love it.
1: <laughs> I've but- never played it. <laughs> I also haven't played it.
2: <laughs> but it gives you a sense of peace knowing it exists.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, so... By the time we meet Friska, a lot has already happened in her life. Um her home by the time we meet her, her home planet is destroyed. She's paralyzed Tavros. She's lost her eye that gave her like supervision and one of her arms. She has blinded her best friend question mark. And she was responsible for the um murder of a- another one of the trolls, Aradia.
1: Oh, okay. So she has a very, like, troubled past,
3: which is something yeah. that should be brought to the surface. Like, well, yeah, Friska, all the- Friska clearly went through some shit, you know? And, like, I also think that it's important context to realize that, like, canonically, all of the trolls are also teenagers, right?
2: Yeah, Um. at the start of the, like, when they're first introduced, like, almost every main character in Homestuck is between the ages of 13 and 16. Like, respect- um, respectively. Mm-hmm. This is,
0: oh my god! (laughs) I'm having, you know, like a
3: lot of people like hate Friska, and it just goes to show, like, she as a character is really interesting because she is so problematic and yet is so sympathetic at the same time. Um, I don't know. I keep a a common rebuttal to like people disliking Friska that I've heard is like, you know, like we have like problematic male characters who act very similarly. To briska and like they don't get nearly as much um hate
2: yeah, and, there's like, definitely some gender stuff going on
3: so it's it's just interesting to see like how how briska in this fandom has created such like a strong divide, and what that really says about I don't know what the what what homestuck is trying to say if homestuck's trying to say anything is it couldn't tell
0: you <laughs> and i I have to agree with that like. I think the phrase, Vriska did nothing wrong, has, like, permeated culture itself. Or at least yeah. internet culture. Yeah. Because I knew of it before embarking on this journey. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> Vriska does do a lot wrong, but the thing is, Riska was very messed up. And I got reminded of something recently, that at one point, Vriska expresses to John to one of the humans that she resents the, like... Um, planet she grew up on, the culture she grew up in, and kind of blames it for how she is, because mm. you have to understand that the troll like culture there's um is incredibly violent. Like within her culture, Aradia not Aradia, sorry, uh, Briska suffered no consequences for the like for the murders and violence because she always hurt people who were of a lower caste than her. So. The people around her told her, yeah, legally, morally, ethically, you are entitled to do that thing.
0: Again, another... Yeah, but it still exi- ended up, like,
2: very much weighing on her, and you see that when she's given the opportunity to, like, be put in different contexts. And yes. then as as the story
3: progresses, we do kind of get to see her grow and change a little bit, and show remorse for her previous actions. I, I believe by the end of the comic, she and Tavros have made up, right?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, and they what I... Do. What I
3: What I remember most from, like, my first read, my only read, um, (laughs) from all those years ago was, like, Briska's and Tavros' relationship is really, really dynamic because, like, you can tell that they're close and you can tell that they're friends, um, I can't remember. Did they date? I can't remember.
2: They didn't date, but it's implied that, um, Tavros had various crushes on Briska for different reasons throughout their relationship, like, their, like, friendship.
3: And, like, in the beginning, we see Vriska kind of exploit that Mm -hmm. before, by the end of this, by the end of the webcomic, you know, 10,000 pages later, she's turned a new leaf and she understands, like, oh, these actions have consequences and the way that I do things might not be dope, might not be cool.
2: Yeah, there's um, a point in the comic where she's talking about her bad luck and another character tells her something it boils down to you, maybe you don't have bad luck, you just have consequences for your actions.
1: Oh my
0: god. Yeah. This, this is Home- very insightful, and very good character development. Um, what? Homestuck gets real.
2: Homestuck like gets real. There's, um, so, a quick note about Homestuck, there's a lot of time travel shenanigans, we talked about that, there is a timeline, a very prominent timeline in the comic where Vriska dies. And I was thinking about that because what happens is Vriska's dead and you see that version of Riska in the afterlife. And so now you see Briska. she has no ambitions because she is dead and no goals because she is dead. She simply, for the first time ever in her life, has to exist without, like, a plan. And she just kind of chills the fuck out.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like she gets a girlfriend, she changes her hair, she she goes for long walks, she 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 she, uh, she becomes a pirate. If we were
3: during the pandemic, <laughs> long hair, long walks,
0: pirates. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: <That's>
2: great.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah.
2: I I too dated a ghost during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Didn't we all? Didn't we I all? think we all did. <laughs> <laughs> but like she <laughs> she does all that and then the timeline gets reset and she gets to meet the new living Friska. and the new living briska gets kind of pissed off at her immediately She's like what a fucking disappointment you're not doing anything with your afterlife <laughs> right like she immediately starts bullying herself live briska starts bullying dead briska yeah this, well and, and it you kind can
3: of- tell that like she as a character has a lot of like self-loathing and, like, struggle internally going on, even when, like, even before we see her in the afterlife, like, she isn't happy for the majority of the comic.
2: She's not happy, she's hash should... hmm. I don't think riska tr- like, living riska truly takes time ever to d- realize she's unhappy, though.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, well, riska's one of the people who's like, as long as be- I'm yeah, it's like, as long as I'm doing the things I'm supposed to be doing, I am happy. Yeah. Without any, taking any actual emotional stock. It's like, as long as I'm, like, winning my, like, uh, my LARP games, I am happy. As long as I'm winning the game that is Spurb, is the whole Homestuck situation, I am happy. As long as I'm manipulating the humans to win their game the way I want them to win it, I'm happy.
0: To try and to kind of steer the conversation a bit... Um, Even though uh, my job here is just to react, but <laughs> I, I, I am, I am so interested in hearing more about this LARP aspect to the character. This, there, there is LARPing and games and things, and you do be LARPing,
2: you be LARPing. So before the comic actually starts, when Brisca's still you know bopping around on her home planet, she LARPs. But the thing is, it's um. It has a lot more real-world consequences than, you know, than we would think LARP can-slash-should. Like, I- um, so all those trolls I mentioned that she killed to feed her caregiver, she did kill in the context of the LARP game.
0: Yes. Now, what did the LARP game look like?
2: Warships?
0: I don't particularly remember.
3: I remember that the LARPing only happens really at the beginning. Um, when we yeah, you only see the trolls
2: yeah, you only see it for a bit. actually, the character who you get to see delve into like playing a character a lot more is um Tavros, who periodically mm-hmm. um returns to slash leans back on the character of um pupa Pan. <laughs> oh,
3: <laughs> no. I forgot about that, That's yeah,
2: look, there's this whole yeah, there's this whole Peter Pan thing going on in the background with tavros and Briska in particular, where tavros is coded as peter and briska is coded as captain hook
3: which makes sense because of the taurus scorpio split
2: yeah yeah that's just how, that's just how scorpios are <laughs> captain hook is a scorpio
0: hey everyone captain hook is a scorpio
2: captain hook is a scorpio confirmed so i was going to talk a little bit about like of like relationships both, like, you know, her friendships, people she's close to. Because, obviously, with a comic with as many, like, quote-unquote main characters, not everyone even knows everyone. Yeah. Like, there were fully scenes in, like, in Homestuck where people would, like, show up in the same space be like, who the fuck are you? It would be characters that we had got seen, like, pages and pages of content for. <laughs> so, we've mentioned, like, Tavros quite a bit. Um Ma, do you want to talk about Tavros for, like, a hot sec? I... Hey. And, like, sort of, I, like, how they went, the two of them went together?
3: Yeah, you might need to fill in details for me. Um, gotcha. But, like, Tavros and Friska, as I mentioned earlier, had, like, a storied relationship. Um, you know, you can tell that Hussey was pulling a lot from this astrological connection because Tavros is represented by Taurus. And, like, Taurus and Scorpio on the astrological um, chart are, like, directly opposite from each other. So that means that there's a lot of charged energy there. And we see that manifest in the story in interesting ways. Specifically that, like, Tavros has a crush on Briska at the beginning and is ultimately killed by her. And then later on in the, sh- in the I almost said show, but I guess it works because it's an act-based webcomic. <laughs> um, later on, like, when um, Tavros and Briska are both dead, they're combined into a kernel sprite and become one. And like what we see then is this really interesting character with both of their personality traits kind of fighting for, not necessarily control, but like how that manifests is interesting.
2: And then almost immediately um, that sprite, that spirit that is both Frisca and Tavros, explodes. Because yeah. it, reconci- it cannot reconcile with itself.
0: That's a great plot point, but I can't get past any of this. <laughs> Did I
3: miss anything important about these two?
2: Oh, that's about it. Um, By the end of the comic, is, I don't know, I can't remember if they're particularly close, but they are on generally good terms.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Tavros is dead, though. Tavros is just super dead by the end of the comic, and Frisky yeah. is not.
3: Yeah, Tavros okay. ends the comic as a
0: ghost. Yep. Question mm-hmm. How many people end as ghosts? Most. Most? Most ghosts?
2: It'd probably be easier to count who is still with us by the end of the comic than who is
0: not. Okay. I mean, a lot of great fiction ends in a bloodbath. We... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Homestuck has, like, 12 bloodbaths right in the middle. Minimum. (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, you watched Cascade, right? I... When Like, right after we recorded the first episode yeah. in February... Like, everybody it, dies in Cascade. <laughs>
1: it's everybody it dies. From... There,
2: Homestuck has mechanics where you have to die. As a matter of fact, Brisk is a character who takes advantage of this mechanic. Like, one of the few people who manages... One, of the, I think, yeah, one of the very few trolls who actually manages to. Mm-hmm. So there is a mechanic within the game that they're playing in Homestuck um, called God Tier. Where if you die... In a particular place, you ascend to godhood, and you get special powers um, unique to yourself. They have, like, a whole class system that combines, like, a title with, like, a um, element and to give you a particular set of powers. So, um, and so Friska is dying through an unrelated incident, and she mind-controls Tavros to drag her to, it's called her dream bed, to her dream bed. Um, and then she tries to convince him in a mind-controlled state to kill her so she can, uh, because if she's going to die anyway, it's just a matter of how fast it's going to go. Um, but even in a mind-controlled state, Tavros is able to resist enough because he does not want to kill someone. Mm -hmm. Tavros is, um, not wholly unique, but in a minority of people who, like, puts a lot of thought into whether or not he's going to kill someone. So he has killed people, is the question. He's tried. Okay, but I don't remember if he's ever actually
3: successful. I, I think I, I think he tries to kill Riska at one point. He, as he does.
2: He does. He tries to stab her with a lance, and she grabs it, turns it around, and stabs him.
3: Oh yeah, that makes yes. sense. That's what I was remembering. It was Talos' I... first
0: death. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So I. I was trying to look up a list of, like, ranking the body counts of all these characters, and I'm- this- this Google search results are just wild, and I'm not gonna Uh. go into
2: this. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. But yeah, is someone who's very- uh, very dedicated to her goals and her plans. She definitely sees herself as a leader. She's not the most effective leader in Homestuck, by far.
1: Mm.
2: But she's- she definitely puts the most effort into it. Maybe yeah. not the most, but, like, she's up there. She's up there.
3: She's a flawed character with a lot of heart. And, mm-hmm. like... I don't know, I'm rooting for her.
2: We see that in the right context, she can be, like, a good friend and a good, like, part of her community. Yeah,
3: like, that's, like, where a lot of the cognitive dissonance comes, especially, like, when in, like, the earlier acts when we first meet Riska, is that, like, we see her Commit these horrible things, and at the same time, we see her be, being very kind to the people around. her.
2: Yeah, because like, like I call, like I called her a bitch at the top of this episode because she acts like a bitch most of the time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: When you actually start delving into like the purposes of her actions or how she feels about herself, it's it's not that cl- it's not that clean cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like one of um, I was gonna say one of her most complex relationships. But the more I think about, it, all of Frisker's relationships are really. Complex and they're complex because of her. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, your whole situation with Tavros, um, and then, um, there's Terezi, who's another one of the trolls, um, yeah. who Briska blinded. Briska blinded by mind controlling. Trolls are nocturnal, they cannot be in direct sunlight. Briska mind controlled Terezi to walk into direct sunlight. Okay. And the two of them have this on again, off again, really like deep, um, friendship. Like, I don't think they ever get, like, explicitly romantic, but there are definitely points where they are clearly the most important people to each other. And there's also points where they are actively, purposefully trying to kill each other. Okay. And there are points where Vriska does things specifically because she mm. knows it will piss Frizzy off. <laughs> um,
0: I mean, we've all had these friendships, relationships. Yeah,
2: homie, y'all I... remember when you when you blinded your best friend in middle school? Yeah, yeah.
1: I remember happened
3: yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I think what's interesting about Risca too is that you could tell that like Hussey really likes her as a character,
1: mm-hmm. and like,
3: like we're talking about how much depth she has, and like, I'm not gonna say that the other Homestuck characters don't have depth. Because, like, there is a lot to plumb in 10,000 pages of content. But, like, she clearly has a lot of thought put into how she interacts in the world and how she interacts with the other characters in the world. And I think that it just, it goes to show, like, what Hussey was trying to do with this character by giving her so much depth and such a, you know, so many contradictory stances. It's like we're we're just seeing this girl struggle to figure out how to be herself and how to like live in a world that is so stressful and difficult and treats her poorly. That's why I have a lot of sympathy for her, at least. <laughs> hey,
0: you, you are you are bringing me to, the, to your side. I as someone who has not read this and can't form my own opinions. Um, I am I am with you, I think. I don't know.
2: I I mean, we already mentioned this. One of the big things is these are children, you know, these no one really expects a 13 year old to make, to make decisions that will always have a hundred percent great outcomes or to behave with a lot of emotional maturity Mm -hmm. and risk risk acts very normally. I think like for a 13 to 16 year old, it's just, She's been put in a situation where her decisions are almost always life or death.
3: Yeah. The stakes are so high for her.
2: Yeah. The stakes are so high for a lot of the Homestead characters, which is... Which is why we get the situations we get where it's yeah. like, oops, all murder.
3: <coughs> I... I'm a lot. brand of cereal.
1: <laughs> oops. Oops, all blood. <laughs>
0: I'd, I'd eat the gut cereal. <laughs> No, I wouldn't. No, I. This is this is on record now. This is recorded.
3: Jack <laughs> said, "Him would eat the gut cereal." Fact.
0: I mean, you two know me. You can, yeah, and you would. <laughs> you might. Very. <laughs> Listen for the bit. For
3: the bit. I mean, if I, if I told if I handed you a box of gut cereal and told you there was a pickle in there, you'd go crazy. Hey, we, <laughs> we can't talk
0: about this.
1: Do anything. For this.
0: <laughs> but I think we but I think we have to now. I think we have to mention this story. Well, I think it's funnier if the if I, listeners don't know.
2: I think we let leave that as a fun little thing as a fun little thing that they can piece together. About you through time and space. Whenever I... somebody
3: makes the, the recommended reading, um, like, wiki, they'll be like, <laughs> the mysterious pickle story has yet to be unveiled to the public.
0: Um, should I drop the nickname to at least give people some ideas? Sure. A uh, pickle boy is <laughs> a nickname that was given at one point um, by a professor... I should I should mention
3: a very dear professor.
0: A, one professor, of, one of the most important professors I ha- I think the three of us had in, in yeah. school. Um, I was known to her as pickle boy for. <laughs> I think still to this day,
2: she still she she has called you that in emails that she sent to you in a professional capacity.
0: Yes, she sent me a grade and. <laughs> And the opening to the email was like, "Hello, pickle boy." <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst. I mean, have either of you heard the story about the time I got called Pineapple Boy by the tennis team of our university? I do. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Again, another story we will not explain. We will not
2: elaborate. Can pay us for that one too. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, then if only you, 25
3: bucks if you want to hear the Pickle Boy story. If
0: you, if you want an episode of this elaborating on the different nicknames and weird incidents that happened during my college careers that led to the names Pickle Boy and Pineapple Boy, um, pay us for an episode. <laughs> Do either of you have anything else to say about Veriska?
2: I have a I list know. I wrote. That says, I- Vriska is for you if you're, and that I was, was going to bring up during this yeah, episode. Yeah, let,
0: let's, let's hear this.
2: Alright, Vriska is for you if you're a mean bisexual, a theater gay, someone who thinks their birth sign excuses their shitty behavior, someone who says they're into crystals but actually just likes the colors, someone whose exes now date each other. A D&D player who is otherwise not a nerd. Besties with your mom. People who tell other people what to do in escape rooms. And Lana Del Rey stands. God.
0: I think we can make this a TikTok sound.
2: put <laughs> A I- finger down challenge.
3: <laughs> mean bisexual. Theater gay. Besties with your mom. d and not a nerd. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. Um, before we end, I remembered something. one more point I have to bring up, and this is going to be my rant. My one rant about Homestuck. So, I think as many people know, I frequent Barnes & Noble a lot. The bookstore that, you know, I support with a bunch of money, and I seem to be one of the few people who still do. But... I don't know if, I know, Beck, you've seen these.
1: Yeah, not, at a Barnes and Noble. Yes.
0: If you go into like the comics and graphic novels section of a Barnes and Noble. You're talking about the, the hard copy Homestuck? Yes, the hardcover Homestuck collected editions that go act by act. Mm-hmm. Why do these exist? Because. I think I, it's really just merchandising.
2: Yeah, it was. <laughs> like people, it's collectible. I, yeah. I also think there may have been people asking for it, like in the early days of it before it got, you know, started having a lot more like flashes and um animations, yeah, yeah. what
0: what what's what strikes me the most is that I've seen full animations from this franchise. And how does that get translated into a pay a hardcover physical edition? Like, do they go frame by frame? Do they go storyboards? I don't know. I actually, the... I haven't read the hard copies. I've never cracked one of them. neither. Open. The thing is, though, and this is a trend I have noticed because I visit a lot of different Barnes and Nobles. Every Barnes and Noble has, like, two of the six or, like, the mul- the many that have been released. But no Barnes and Noble has the same two. So you gotta go Best. around and collect them all. It is a scavenger hunt that you have to... <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's in the spirit of Homestuck to make you hunt down your information. Hey Siri, get me
3: every Barnes and Noble in a (laughs) fifty-mile radius.
2: (laughs) Listen, it's in the spirit of Homestuck to make you dig through message boards for crumbs of information. Yeah. So, like, if you have to drive a little bit for Homestuck Volume Four, that is what it is. Like,
0: Mm -hmm. because I've seen these and I've been like, oh, oh, so this one does exist. I just assumed for the longest time that like. Some of them did not exist. Some of them did, but then
3: I think I the whole don't... thing's been released, um, in physical edition now.
2: Wait, I'm... really? Like they kept going?
0: I think so. Let me let me look this up. Let's find out. Homestuck physical release.
2: Oh, um, while well, um, while Jackson looks that up, a few more notes about Briska. Important things. I realized that maybe we didn't mention. Uh, we mentioned briefly that she types with eights. She also will put like eight eyes in a row in like to like emphasize her speech. Oh, yeah. She has an eyeball. Yeah, she has an eyeball with eight pupils. She rolls eight eight sided dice to determine her luck in situations. Um, She is a fairy. At one point in the comic, she canonically becomes a fairy with wings who can fly. Yep. Mm hmm. I
0: remember
3: that. And she loves
2: Nick Cage.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, all right, I did find something. Okay, so now I will let me know if this is not the entire series, but I have found physical releases of that go from Act 1 to, oh my god, Act 5, Act 2, Part 2. So that's not that the is, whole. That's not all. That,
2: of is, it. that is about one half of it.
0: Yeah. What? Because
3: act, act 5 and Act 6 are both huge. And then Act Seven is the epilogue, if I remember
0: right.
2: Yeah, Act Seven is a single fifteen-minute animation.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that will never get a physical release. Probably not. Unless you like, like, transfer it to like a film projector and watch it at <laughs> like an old art house movie theater. That actually would actually be sick. We
1: should would you buy out, a film We should reel? rent out
0: a theater and screen Homestuck. <laughs> You know, I didn't bring this, I didn't bring this up to you, Beck, in terms of, like, blue-skying if this company ever gets huge ideas, but, but so, here, here's our current list of, um.
2: Of, like, live events? (laughs) Uh, more just, like,
0: things if we have enough money to ever do these. Um, number one. I buy a full X-Men arcade game machine of, like, the the big ones that, like, take up a huge area of space and do an episode about it. And number two, we rent out a theater and show a film projection of the finale of Homestuck with a live audience. And we do, like, a midnight screening type thing. Like, we, gotta
3: get, we gotta get, like, a symphony orchestra in to, like, play the music, like they do for Undertale. <laughs> yeah, we Rocky get the-
0: Rocky Horror un- Homestuck Show. <laughs>
3: oh my god. We get the, that we get the that Undertale to That would be, that would the, be the most absurd and, like, cringe-inducing I, thing.
2: <laughs> I promise you if I Google right now Rocky Horror Homestuck Show, there will be at least 50 pieces of fan art of that exact thing. Oh my god. If not cosplays, if not actual photos of human beings cosplaying this thing.
0: You want me to look it up right now?
2: I got you. I I've breathed this into the world. I that that this is my responsibility.
0: Oh, I already looked it up. Um Yeah, you're right. There yep, there it
2: is. There it is. God. Actually the second result is um Riska.
1: Oh, so that's Friska.
2: That's Friska. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that you didn't know what she looked like yeah. before. Now, now this is what you, this is what she's going to look like in your head.
0: <laughs> you think I did research for these episodes?
2: I think you vaguely know what a Homestuck troll looks like on the count of the fact you said that they look like NFTs.
0: Yeah, but they got a point. They got a
3: point.
2: Can we trick people into thinking that Homestuck sprites are NFTs?
0: We should just start selling Homestuck sprites as <laughs> NFTs.
2: <laughs> I think Hussey would find that funny. I
0: yeah. mean, did any did any of you see what the 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 official Minions Twitter account did on April Fools' Day? Did they like pretend to drop Minions NFTs? <laughs> yes, and then they and and then the thing was well, they were they were not Minions NFTs, they were Gru NFTs, specifically young Gru from the new Minions movie. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my and god. and the the thing was, like, you'd click this link and it was like, here's how to purchase one of our NFTs. Right-click, save image. And, uh, you know, oh the, official, <laughs> the, the official Minions Twitter account clowning on NFTs was not on my 2022 bingo card. That's funny. Get away with
2: it for a
1: while.
0: I, I think if like... Get... I, think
1: one... I think I could can... be
0: if we all like changed our Twitter avatars right now to like Homestuck characters in the style of like NFTs, mm-hmm. like
2: they already are the Homestuck that's true. like the, sp- the sprite style well, what we, where well, they're like all
3: we need to do is mint the characters on the blockchain, <laughs> and then we can like set our Twitter avies as like the hexagonal ones that they just draw. Oh, yes, yes. And then we just add a dot E-T-H at the end of our Twitter name and tweet good morning every morning, and then bada-bing, bada-boom, we're in the and, industry.
0: And we have enough money to rent out a theater and, and show Homestead. You, we need to start selling recommended reading NFTs. No, no, we
2: can't. <laughs> we can't. We <laughs> can't.
0: Jackson,
3: Jackson could, but
2: it's like the monkey guy, like the we monkey can, NFT. We
3: <laughs> no! He mint you on the
2: blockchain. <laughs> no! <we can laughs> mint you on the I, I can want sell
3: to sell you for like 45 <laughs> Ethereum. I don't know how much that is in real world money, but we could do it.
2: That'd I mean, be like at least a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can, we, can you make your birth certificate in NFT?
3: Yes. Awesome. I mean, you can make anything in NFT. Just need your
2: social security card.
3: All an NFT is is it's a it's essentially a password. <laughs> like what you the the uh, if you haven't seen the video essay by Dan Olson folding ideas on YouTube, um, it's called Line Goes Up. It's all about NFTs and like all of the, the issues with crypto and stuff like that. It's really interesting. Um, but what I learned from that is that like you can essentially mint anything as an NFT. Um, because the non fungible token is just a token. So what the token does is it just says that you have access to this thing. So like I could, I could mint your birth certificate on the blockchain. And, you know, if the infrastructure is there, then since I minted it and I haven't sold it, I'm the only person who has access to your birth certificate. And I can sell your birth certificate for an
0: obscene (laughs) amount of money. It's times like this where I wish we we recorded video versions of this, <laughs> because I my my face is red. I have tears in my eyes. You're going on the blockchain, Jackson,
2: <laughs> two whether of you like best... it or not. Friska best... Circuit would be, Circuit would understand NFTs. <laughs> Who are my best friends, just... Yeah,
0: <laughs> two of my best friends just threatened to mint me as an NFT. <laughs>
2: I no, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I threatened. Moz is the one who actually understands the technology. I know the to game the plan. Thing. All
3: gonna right? yeah. make some money off this.
2: I'm just um, throwing things out there. Moz is going, yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm yes-anding you so fucking hard right now.
2: <laughs> Listen, I have college debt. and I don't know yeah. if Moz has college debt, but you know what? I have college Money's debt.
3: Money. money is money. Money's I'm money very, I'm very grateful to be graduating debt free. It's gonna make my life so much easier, and I'm I'm thankful for that every day. <laughs> hey. I'd be more thankful
2: though if you could sell Jackson's birth certificate. No.
3: Jackson, if we sell if we sell you on the blockchain, then you don't have college debt anymore.
0: Wait. So so all my debts would be gone if I if, get minted on the blockchain. If we can sell you for enough, yeah.
3: And then whoever buys you has access. <laughs> Would Digital I still...
2: age, um, indentured servitude. Yeah. Would I still yeah. be able
0: to make these podcasts? Depends that on
2: depends. whoever owns the token. So, uh, Lainey, if you want to buy Jackson, you can have as many Friska <laughs> <laughs> podcasts as you want. We will go through. I'll get. We'll do one for I'm every straight, character.
3: Straight up, if you if you buy Jackson, I'll actually do. Re- I'll reread Homestuck and do as many of these as you'd like. <laughs>
2: We will we'll go through every troll. Every, systematically. Alphabetically.
0: <laughs> well, everyone, this is the kind of content you can expect if you give us money to make more of these episodes. Um, this is the best place to end it. Goodbye,
1: everybody. Thanks, folks. Bye, folks. See you on the blockchain. <laughs>